You know, before you do that, yes. <laughs> everybody may not want to know what I'm getting to say. Uh, I'm a, I was surprised you are so involved in the um, uh, election commentary stuff. Have you always done that? Uh, yeah, That's quite I a few have. years now. Yeah, for for a couple of years, it's all pro bono. Yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, they've they asked me to anchor, you know, the debates and and the election results and that sort of thing. So yeah. last time we were up in, uh, actually went up non-COVID back, you know, a couple of years ago. Yeah. We did it from Sacramento. Oh. This Tuesday night, what's interesting is I'm anchoring it from here at home and we're looping in people from Sacramento and the Bay Area, Modesto, uh, all over Northern California and Central California. And it's all it invisible. Mike, is it what? Is it all nonpartisan? Yeah, I mean, it's on, you know, AM 1360, which tends to be conservative, but we're covering it as a, a nonpartisan thing. In other words, we're just giving results to give results. Uh, okay. We'll be talking to people from all different uh, perspectives. Um, right. But uh, yeah, it'll be a three hour thing, 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. And, and uh, I, I would appreciate your prayers because we've had horrible technical issues over the past four days. <laughs> and uh, but anyway, to answer your question, Ann, uh, yeah, I've been doing that for them for a couple of years now. Oh, all right. Very interesting. Well, I won't be listening, but I will pray. <laughs> OK, I would appreciate your prayers. OK. <laughs> It will be interesting. That, yeah. That's for sure. Okay, it is uh, November 1st, Serving Church Fellowship. We're uh, back into Revelation 20, beginning of verse 5. And um, I want to back up and review uh, verses 4 and 5 as a lead-in uh, to today's study. And as always, please feel free to jump in if you have a, a question, because uh, I this is important, and I don't want you to go by and have something fly by you and not, you know, understand it. So, all right. Uh, remember when, when John wrote about the first resurrection, and I know we covered this, but I want to just review it very uh, quickly. He's talking about in, in verses four and five, the first resurrection in the time period between the second coming of Christ and the end of the millennial rule of Christ. So when he says the first resurrection, he's talking about the first resurrection that happens between Jesus coming back to earth at the second coming and the beginning of the millennial uh, period. Uh, John is not talking about the history of all resurrections here. He's only talking about that, that specific time period. Now, here are the historical resurrections, just, just to review it. Number one, 2,000 plus years ago, Jesus rises from the dead. That's the first resurrection. And remember, uh, Scripture tells us in Matthew 27, around verses 52 to 53, that some dead saints who were buried uh, in their graves rose either right at the time that Jesus rose from the dead or shortly thereafter. And Scripture tells us 
they walked into the city of Jerusalem and they, they had conversations with people. So that's the first historical resurrection. Number two is the future rapture of the church. Remember, Paul tells us in First Thessalonians 4 and following that the dead in Christ, at the rapture, the dead in Christ will rise from their graves first as Jesus brings their spirits from heaven and he reunites their spirits with their bodies. And then immediately afterwards, uh, those of us who may still be alive at that time, who whatever believers are alive at the time of the rapture, after the dead in Christ have risen uh, and been resurrected, uh, then we will join uh, Jesus uh, in the sky. So that is the second resurrection at the time of the rapture. Now, the third resurrection happens during the tribulation period. Uh, remember the two witnesses. Remember, they were assassinated by the Antichrist, and they were left for dead for three and a half days on the streets of Jerusalem for the whole world to see. And they are resurrected back in uh, Revelation 11, uh, verses 3 and, and verses 11. And remember, uh, Scripture telling us there, that the whole world saw them dead, which is not unreasonable now. You know, we have with all the technology that we have, we can easily... Uh, easily see that uh, see that happening, and then the fourth uh, resurrection after the tribulation, and it's either when Jesus arrives on Earth for the second coming or shortly thereafter. The martyrs who were beheaded and died during the tribulation, uh, those who refused to take on the mark of the beast or worship him, and they were martyred, they were executed for the faith, they will be resurrected. And it's not stated, but we think it's probable that uh, the Old Testament saints who followed God and obeyed God are, are probably resurrected at that time as well, okay? So those are the four main resurrections, all right? Just to, uh, just to review that and, and get those uh, in our minds. All right, any, uh, any questions up to that point? Okay, here's where we are now. I want to go to verse, uh, pick up with verse four. And I'm also going to have to go to the glasses because the contacts are, are failing here. And I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded for their testimony about Jesus and for proclaiming the word of God. They had not worshipped the beast or his statue, nor accepted his mark on their foreheads or their hands. They all came to life again, and they reigned with Christ for a thousand years. This is the first resurrection. See, that's the verse there. That's why we went back and covered all this, is when he says this is the first resurrection, he's not talking about the first a historical resurrection. He's talking about the first resurrection that has happened during what he's looking at uh, as Jesus uh, comes back uh, to, uh, to earth. Let me pick up a, a text uh, real quick here. Uh, I thought it might be about uh, the church. It did not. Okay. All right. Uh, we'll move on. This is the first resurrection. And then parenthetically, John says, the rest of the dead did not come back to life until the thousand years had ended. 
who are those dead? Uh, those are those who oppose God, those who are those who reject God and reject Christ and, and live in opposition to him. And then verse 6, blessed and holy are those who share in the first resurrection, that is after Jesus comes back the second time, for them the second death holds no power, but they will be priests of God and of Christ and will reign with him a thousand years. So there's, uh, there's a fifth resurrection now, and that's of those who did not accept Christ, those who did not live for him, those who in fact opposed him, lived in opposition to him. And that fifth resurrection of the, I guess we could call them the, the wicked dead, those that rejected Christ, that happens at the end of the millennial rule of Christ. All right, let's take a look at verse 6 again. Blessed and holy are, there, are those who share in the first resurrection for them. The second death holds no power, but they will be priests of God and of Christ and will reign with him a thousand years. Uh, so, so those who have been uh, persecuted by the Antichrist, those who have put to death, they're going to be resurrected, and they will rule with Christ during the millennial period. Now let's take a look, and that's what I want to spend quite a bit of time today on. Let's look at this millennial rule of Christ. What, what's happening during this time? And to do that, we really have to go back and we have to piece things together from both the Old Testament and New Testament. I'm going to try to make this as uncomplicated and as fluid as, as possible. The millennial rule of Christ, that 1,000 years, are mentioned six times in Revelation. Now, remember, as John is taking all this down, uh, he cannot see time. Time is not happening in real time, right? He's seeing a vision. And so he is recording what he sees in a vision, but he has no idea of the time frames unless he's told. So at least six times... Uh, he is informed as he's taking down this revelation to give to the rest of us. Six times he is told that Christ will rule for 1,000 years. And the fact that it's mentioned six times, I believe, lends credence to the fact that it's a literal 1,000 years and it's not a, a figurative uh, time frame. Now, what's happening with the ugly guy? <laughs> what's happening with Satan during this time? Well, we know from the beginning of chapter 20 that he has been thrown into the abyss or the bottomless pit, and he is chained there. He is restrained there for 1,000 years. He's not allowed to affect humanity at all. He has zero power. He has zero influence over anyone during the 1,000-year rule of Christ. He's there. He's chained in that abyss, that bottomless pit. Now, remember that the uh, false prophet and the Antichrist are in the lake of fire at this point. Uh, but Satan is being held bound in the bottomless pit, the abyss, because he's going to be allowed to come back for one last hurrah between the end of the millennium and the beginning of the new heaven and the new earth. There's a period there where he's going to be let loose again. So we know at the second coming, Jesus defeats the armies that were set against him in the Middle East, 
and the Antichrist and again the false prophet are thrown into the uh, lake of fire. But what's going on in the rest of the world? You know, what's going on in North America, Central America, South America? Uh, yeah. What's going on in areas of Europe uh, that, that are, are, you know, that, that are not close to the Middle East? Well, that may be where we fit in or not. If it, it hasn't, if we haven't self-destructed by that time, and if we haven't been taken over by foreign powers, the question may be if the United States of America still exists at the time that the millennium begins, what happens? What will we see? Well, there will be governments and nations in the world not involved in that battle in the Middle East when Jesus returns. However, as Jesus begins the 1,000 year, that millennial rule on earth, all nations, all nations across the globe, Jew and Gentile, will come under the authority of Jesus Christ. There will be no autonomous governments. If, if, if we as a government are still around at that time, we will no longer be under the Constitution and the Bill of Rights and, and so on. We will no longer have uh, be under a president and a vice president. There will no longer be uh, the authority of, of a Senate and, uh, and, and Congress and, and uh, Supreme Court. Jesus Christ will be our leader. He will be I guess you could say the benevolent dictator. He will be the king of kings, the Lord of lords. We will be under his government. The whole world will be under his government at that time. He will um, involve some of his saints in ruling on the earth. We're not given a lot of information about that during that time, and we don't have specific details. Yes. Now... (laughs) Just because if I wrote all this down, I could flip back to my notes, but I don't. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, so is this, have we got the new heaven and earth at this time? No. No. No, that comes so, after uh, the millennial rule. So the millennial rule, the earth is just like it is today. Yes, it is. Oh, gosh. I don't want to be there anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, Although uh, maybe ruling, it would be better. <laughs> maybe not. Uh, yeah. and, and we're going to cover that in a couple of okay. minutes. All right. uh, yeah. Now, what, what distresses me a little bit is that we won't be eating meat, probably. We'll be vegetarians. Why? Because we won't be killing animals anymore, and animals won't be killing animals. The... the the wolf will lay down with the sheep and, and the lion. So and that the lamb. means in a thousand years, if none of the, if they don't, they would have to die from old age or disease. Yes. yes. Or we could have wolves in our backyard or deer or cause they, would, yes. I mean, cause killing yeah. them is one of the ways to keep them from being overpopulated. Right. Yeah. It is a, precursor to the new heavens and the new earth yeah uh there will still be old age and death but it will not uh so a lot of commentators believe that you know dying at 100 would probably be dying young during the millennial period remember a lot of evil is restrained Um, 
the earth is still groaning. Uh, it has not been um, uh, renewed yet. That has not happened yet. Uh, but this, this time of the millennial rule is, is very interesting because the earth gets kind of a reprieve but it is not the new earth yet. Okay. And, and so this 1,000 years is uh, an experience of living under Jesus as King of King and Lord of Lords, but not completely yet, because Satan is going to be let loose one final time. Yeah. And, yeah. and we probably won't get that, to that today. But Okay. Well, especially uh, that what made me think of it is, <clears throat> so... I'm going to die before that thousand years. <laughs> I might die even before it starts. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Is it, is it a thousand years? I mean, is it really a millennium? It's or is a it literal millennium. No, it's a literal 1,000 years. And again, yeah. uh, so none of us the, will live through it. Yeah, that's what I was thinking when you said it was a literal. Yeah. Well, not necessarily. If Jesus comes back tomorrow or maybe on Tuesday, um, there will. Well, no, let me back up. If the if the uh, uh, rapture happens in the next couple of days, there will be seven years of the tribulation period. And then Jesus comes back. So we could be looking eight or nine or 10 years from now if Jesus comes back like the next day or two. And so that millennium could start theoretically in uh, uh, about eight years. If okay. the rapture happens. And then uh, again, because John is told, uh, uh, because so John is in, told uh... there's, a literal 1,000 years, uh, we we believe because he's told that six times in Revelation that we can count on it being a literal 1,000. <laughs> okay, okay, I've got sorry, to ask Ann. a question. Wait. Okay, let me go to Ann, and then I'll pick up Laurie. Ann, go ahead. Uh, I got to ask this question. I am sure you've already answered it way back somewhere, <clears throat> and it is a little off the track, but so I die tomorrow or today or right now, and don't uh, do where that right am I for, well where am i for the next thousand years uh you will be in in heaven well i know that but and and uh when when the rapture happens if if you die before the rapture jesus is going to bring your spirit back and marry it back up with uh your your body and you will be resurrected. And then if those of us who survive you are still around, then we will be uh, taken up with, with Jesus uh, in, in the sky. At the rapture. At the rapture, which precedes the, the millennium. millennium. Right. Well, so the rapture happens. The <laughs> yeah. So the rapture happens. And then that ushers in the tribulation period, the seven years yeah. of tribulation. At the end of that, then Jesus, and, and there's, a, there's an interesting space in between the time that, that Jesus uh, touches down for the second time. He defeats all the armies. There's a little space there. Some say it's 75 years based upon some Old Testament 
calculations. I'm not completely sold on that, but there is some space before he begins his millennial rule because there have to be some things that happen in real time in order for him to begin his rule. Uh, he will set yes. up uh, those saints that are going to, I mean, there, there may be a saint that, that governs North America, yeah. you know, for Christ. Uh, so some things are going to happen before that millennial rule. So then once that's set up, then we have the millennial rule. We have the end of the millennial rule. Satan is less let loose for a little bit of time. And then Jesus recreates the new heavens, the new earth, the new Jerusalem. And then we're into eternity and Satan is, is thrown into the lake of yeah. fire. So, uh, I don't get my new body until the new heaven and new earth. Uh, yeah, it, it, it is a little vague on that um, okay. because you. Well, you get uh, Paul, Paul, a tell, thousand we're, years. Right? We're told we're told that Jesus at the time of the rapture brings back the spirit of the believers the New Testament believers, and reunites them with their bodies. Now, that body is not going to be the one for eternity. There, yeah. there is a body that's going to be eternal. And my sense is that that happens at the end of the millennium. Yeah. Uh, when the new heavens and the new earth yeah. are makes are, sense. Are I can't point to a specific verse that proves that, but that's yeah. that's my sense. Yeah. And Lori, you had a you had but a that's comment. how we can see one another. That's how we'll know one another, right? That's how we'll yeah. know Anne. Yes, yes, because our our bodies we will no longer be spirit. Uh, we will be spirit and body uh, reunited. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's got, it gets yeah, complicated. Well, one thing about it is, is uh, I know when I die, uh, uh, I'm not going to have, I don't really have to worry too much about what is going to happen to me because I know I'm going to be with Jesus and he'll take care of me. So right. it's not like, <coughs> oh, where, <coughs> where do I have to live <coughs> and forever yeah. how long? So I was just curious. <laughs> now. <clears throat> right does that uh yeah that help or did i that, confuse you more no you yeah. didn't confuse me uh <laughs> okay. it <laughs> still there's a no. lot there but uh but how okay so how does is there any indication or we don't these are the the blanks that christ would take over ruling the earth do we have any idea what that's talking? I mean, we do understand that he will take over as ruler during that thousand years, but we really don't understand how that will happen. Right? There's no indication. John didn't go into detail. You mean in terms of how he actually sets up the governments of yeah. the world? Yeah, no. because uh, I can't imagine that all the countries are just going to say, okay, go for it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, be, be, well, because Satan is removed, and the the act of deception that that is involved, uh, there will be a time of great spiritual 
uh, I want to say awakening or yeah. um, deep, deep spirituality because Satan is removed and his influence is removed from the earth for that time. Um, we know, we, we don't know, boy, this is a double negative. We don't know <laughs> nothing. <laughs> we don't know nothing we don't. <laughs> about how he takes over. the. We know a little bit. And, and let me, let me show you that. Um, Matthew 19, 28. Matthew 19, verse 28. Jesus replied, I assure you that when the world is made new and the Son of Man sits upon his glorious throne, you who have been my followers will also sit on 12 thrones, judging the 12 tribes of Israel. Now, the question is, does that apply to the millennial kingdom or to the new heavens and the new earth or to both? Well, here's another hint uh, referring to the second coming of Jesus Christ at the end of the tribulation period, and it's found in Zechariah 14, verses 2 through 4. Zechariah 14, verses 2 through 4. I will gather all the nations to fight against Jerusalem. The city will be taken, the houses looted, and the women raped. Half the population will be taken into captivity, and the rest will be left among the ruins of the city. Then the Lord will go out to fight against those nations. We're talking about his arrival now at the second coming. As he has fought in times past on that day, his feet will stand on the Mount of Olives east of Jerusalem, and the Mount of Olives will split apart, making a wide valley running from east to west. Half the mountain will move towards the north and half towards the south. So we get these hints uh, both in the, the, the Old Testament and the New Testament but not necessarily direct details referring to these end times. So the process of, that of putting is, all the... He does that before when he comes down for the 1,000 years, right? Uh, he does it right before he begins the 1,000 yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I he's got to... Say, to I don't think I... Of course, naturally, I haven't spent a lot of time think, thinking about all this. Uh, but even at that... I had not realized, I guess, he's going to come and rule that 1,000 years. And then it's later he'll do the new heaven and new earth. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, by that um, time, I'm just willing to do whatever he says as yeah. I am. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I, I got you. I'm with yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Um, let, let me... Let me, let me try to piece some things together here. Uh, based upon the calculations from Daniel 11 and 12, and we're not going to get deep into Daniel, otherwise we'll never finish here. <laughs> but there is a timeline, and let me go through this with you, that might help keep the chronology of what's happening in our minds. So let, let me go through this with you. Sometime after the rapture of the church, the Antichrist enters a treaty with Israel. Remember, this is during the, the tribulation period, and it begins the seven-year tribulation. At the midpoint, at, at the three-and-a-half-year mark of that tribulation period, and 
in Daniel, that's 1,260 days later, the Antichrist goes back on his treaty with Israel. He breaks that treaty. He desecrates the temple in Jerusalem, and he begins a wholesale persecution of the Jews. At the end of the tribulation period, and that's 1,260 days in Daniel after, after the desecration of the temple by the Antichrist, Jesus returns to earth and he defeats the forces of the Antichrist. Now, there's a, at least a 30-day period that follows after Jesus defeats all those forces. Israel re, is rebuilt and the earth is restored. And then there's another 45 days, and this all has to, and I'm not going to go into it right now, but it has to do with looking at the days that are numbered in Daniel and looking at the differences. There's a 30-day period, then there's a next, there's a 45-day period, and that's a total of 75 days after the desecration of the temple that the Gentile nations are judged for their treatment of Israel. And remember back in Matthew when that happens? Remember the sheep and the goats? That's the judgment of the Gentile uh, church for its, uh, the Gentile nations rather, for their treatment of in Israel. And after that begins the millennial period lasting for, for 1,000 years. Um, let, let me... Let me draw a little bit from Dr. John Walverd and, and some others here just to color in the lines a little bit that, that we're drawing here. Knowing that there are many hints in Scripture about the end times, I, I want to try to summarize the nature of the millennial kingdom now. Uh, and and Anne, I, I relate to you a little bit. I, don't, I have never studied the actual millennial kingdom yeah. in as much detail as, as we do now. And I'm going to draw on, on research here from Dr. John Walvert of Dallas Theological Seminary and, and, um, and uh, Dr. Uh, Paul uh, Benware as well, who wrote, who's written this excellent book called Understanding End Times Prophecy. Um, if, if you're going uh, I'll tell you what, I'm going to email out a link to Dr. Walvard's oh, commentary. Good. I think you're going to find it helpful. I'm not going to do it right now, but I, I will do that uh, later tonight, and I will send it to all you. I would encourage you to take a look at it. It's from Bible.org, yeah. um, and it's, uh, it's about the second coming of Christ in the millennial kingdom, mostly Dr. John Walvard. When Christ returns and sets foot on the Mount of Olives. He, uh, he, he destroys the 10 armies that are set against him. Several judgments then are going to take place. And again, going back to Daniel 11 and 12, <coughs> excuse me, it appears there's a 75-day period that I've just enumerated between Jesus's second coming, his defeating of the armies, and the beginning of the millennial rule. It's likely that these judgments occur in that 75-day period. That's part of him preparing for the millennial rule. And that during that time, Christ also sets up the governing structures of the world during that time period. So 
let's follow this timeline as best we can. I'm going to quote here from Dr. John Walvoord. At the second coming of Christ, there will be a series of judgments. Already mentioned is the judgment and reward of the martyred dead of the Great Tribulation. Also mentioned is the judgment of Satan, which causes him to be bound for a thousand years. Remember, we mentioned that being put in, uh, into the abyss or the bottomless pit. The scriptures also speak of a general judgment of the nations or the Gentiles in Matthew 25, 31 to 46. We mentioned that as well. This is the, the separation of the sheep and the goats. This is a judgment of Gentiles living in the world at the time of the second coming of Christ who have survived the great tribulation. Those counted worthy are described as sheep, and they will be eligible to enter the millennial kingdom. Those who are counted unworthy, designated as goats, are put to death. That gives kind of a new mm. perspective on that passage, uh, doesn't it? Mm. A similar judgment of the people of Israel is described in Ezekiel 20, verses 33 to 38. Ezekiel 20, 33 to 38. Those counted worthy, worthy, those Jews counted worthy, will enter the millennial kingdom. Those not counted worthy are put to death. And Walford notes, not mentioned in Revelation is the resurrection and judgment of the Old Testament saints, as revealed in Daniel 12.2. And Daniel, uh, he quotes Daniel here, multitudes who sleep in the dust of the earth will awake, some to everlasting life, others to shame and everlasting contempt. The righteous are raised and will enter the millennial kingdom. Mm. Though it is mentioned in the same verse, the judgment of the wicked, which is also mentioned, actually occurs a thousand years later. Revelation 25 that we just read makes that clear. Uh, so it's at the end of the millennial period that the wicked of the Old Testament are going to be judged, actually, and, and sent to their punishment. At the beginning of the millennial kingdom, all the righteous have been raised from the dead, and those living, both Gentiles and Jews, who survived the great tribulation will enter the millennium in their natural bodies mm. and will perform natural functions in the kingdom. Only those who are wicked will still be in the grave and not resurrected. So the wicked mm. dead from the Old Testament especially uh, will will still be uh, dead in their graves. Well, I hope he does something to this body. If it's going to come back, going to be in my natural body, I have now got something wrong with my big toe, like arthritis <laughs> or something that's really bothering me. I thought, I, I don't know if my body will last to be able to function. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think it will be a, a, a more better body. I hope so. <laughs> or I hope he at least restores this one to better. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. The millennial kingdom. And uh, I mentioned this in, in a, a podcast that was very difficult to get on the air this week for some reason. The millennial kingdom is primarily a political rule a governmental rule over Israel and over all the Gentile nations. 
Walverd notes that those who enter the millennium are either resurrected saints or people who have been born again in the early stages of the millennium, particularly, particularly rather, there will be a righteous manner of life in the world such as the world has never seen. So you see, so without Satan present, without his yeah. deception eking through everything shut off his influence is completely yeah, shut off yeah, yeah. uh there will be a a, a right there will be the revival of all revivals yeah uh, essentially happening it will be now a i want another time. clarification just so yeah. we're all going to participate in the millennial kingdom well Jews and Gentiles, right, honey? It's not what you uh, said, Jews and yeah, Gentiles. Yeah, Jews and, and Gentiles uh, who are... Believers. Believers. Yeah. We'll have, uh, we'll have a, a role. Oh, that's um, us. Now, what's interesting is uh, there, if we follow that, that system, and, and I believe we're correct on that, there are going to be people with... Um, very spiritual bodies that have been renewed, and you probably won't have that big toe pain or whatever. Good, good. <laughs> uh, but we're going to be mixed with those who are alive at the time of the millennium. They are going to oh. stay in their natural bodies. They don't get. They don't get the new body. The new. Body. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they go through the millennial m millennium, and somehow we, it, it all comes together, and, and we so all in can the millennium, work together. In the ten thousand years, only believers are going to be there. There uh, will, yes. Okay, so the wicked, no unbeliever, will be there. Though the the wicked dead are still buried. Yeah. But what about uh, the wicked live? <laughs> yeah, the, well, and, yeah, what and about it appears the yeah. that the wicked live are are going to come around uh, because there's this renewed time of, of spirituality. Okay, okay. As okay. we head into the millennium. Now, remember, when Jesus touches down, there's a bunch of, of wicked around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, take those that are non-believers, for example, say the United States of America is still around. Um, uh, those who are uh, in the U.S. and, and are, are Gentiles, remember that Gentile judging occurs, those who reject Christ uh, are, are going to be sent to their punishment. Yeah, so at that time. Participate. Yeah. Okay, they'll, they'll, at that time. Okay, yeah. all right. And that's when that sheep and goats judgment occurs. Okay, right all right. Okay, that's morning. okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Probably yeah. uh, it makes sense of what you're saying, but I got this other scenario that's in my head from past thoughts. So I got to get. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So and, and uh, that's okay. It's, you know, we have to keep reviewing this to get it. Yeah. Yeah. This is not so, easy stuff, you know? Yeah. Okay. So to go over the timing again. Sorry for those of us that are a little slow and a little lack <laughs> of the brain power. Sorry. Okay. Mom, I have to put it in, in terms of mom and dad. And <laughs> if he were to come back Tuesday, all of us. Okay. So mom and dad are deceased. So they 
they are matched back up. Christ will match their soul and body back up together. Correct? Mm -hmm. They get raised up first. They come together first. And then all of our serving church come get caught up with them. If we're alive at that time, yes. Well, Tuesday, maybe we'll be alive. I'm the fine for Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday. If, of course, if Wednesday, we return, Wednesday, we may wish we were dead. <laughs> so if the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. So, so I'd say Tuesday, we, we get uh, caught, uh, caught up. Christ comes back. He doesn't touch down on the earth, right? He right, we, correct. We catch up. We catch up. Mom and dad are, are reunited with their souls and their bodies. We don't know what that'll look like. And then we get, we get, we have to keep whatever we've got on. That's us. And then we'll be all together somewhere. And then the tribulation starts. That's correct. There's a, a little space there. If you're a pre-tripper. But what if you're a pre-tripper, that's then? correct. What does the Lord do after he does this combining of everybody? Okay, so the rapture happens. Yeah. Jesus okay. does not come down yet. Come down yet, he right. He waits seven years. He doesn't come down till after the seven years. Right. Correct. He comes down now, at the end we... of the seven-year period for the second coming. Yeah. And he sets down on the Mount of Olives and he defeats those 10 armies that uh, the enemy has skillfully used the Antichrist to draw. Now, remember, yeah. some of those armies are thinking, we're going to go defeat the Antichrist so that we can be the power. Yeah, uh, yeah. They are not necessarily thinking at that point, all of them, that, gee, we're here to fight Jesus. No, uh, no. That happens. And, and for some, it may be, Oh, bummer. You know, we, that, yeah. we didn't plan on that. Well, that's what they uh, think nowadays. <laughs> yeah. So, so Jesus then defeats the army. Where do we hang, out for, the do we we hang are, out for seven years? We are in heaven. Okay. Same place I am when I die, <laughs> wherever that is. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we are with we're, we're in heaven. where Jesus yeah. puts us. We are in the third heaven where Jesus puts us. The uh, during the tribulation period. Okay. And do we watch the tribulation then? Or we don't, we don't know. You know, that's very interesting. I believe that we are aware of it because as we read earlier in, in Revelation, remember the uh, those those martyrs who are underneath the altar and they cry out to God, you know, how long are you going to wait? When yeah. are you going yeah. to... They're aware of it, and I would assume if they're aware of it, then the rest of us are, are, are aware of it as well. So, so hopefully we don't have um, to watch it. Well, see, I don't, know I don't want to be watched seeing those people that get their head cut off and lay in the street for 40 days. I, I tr I'm with you, Ann. I am with you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I, like go I don't like I can't of course answer if that it's question. done by if it's done by um, virtual, you know. I can just turn my phone off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, not sure about that. You know, that that's an interesting point. I can't I can't prove yay or nay. Well, I, I believe I just came across it on Facebook. Whatever God 
wherever he sets me, he'll provide what I need to sit there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. But that is only if you're a pre-tripper. If you're a mid-tripper, you only got three and a half years. No, no, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm not going to have any of it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no. And, and again, remember, <laughs> there are so many variations that yeah. that triggers a whole different timeline. And yeah. so, well, yeah, it probably doesn't matter what I believe it's going to happen for how it's going to happen. It is going to happen. Right. How it's going yeah. To happen. Whether I You're right. One right. Or the other. Yeah. Right. But I want to believe it's the easy way. <laughs> I do. Yeah. <laughs> I well, want to like, believe that I'm going to be gone the whole seven years. That's right. I yeah. don't want to think I got to ride that thing out. Oh. Yeah, no. Like I said at the outset of this, my faith does not rise and fall. Yeah, mine on the neither. Timeline. Yeah. Uh, it's whatever God has planned, it's perfect, and I'm okay yeah. with it. Uh, I but I believe he wants us to think about it. Yeah, and be prepared. Yeah, I'm okay with whatever he decides. Yeah, yeah. We have there. Uh, that must be uh, Lee's guests there. All right. Uh, yeah. So the millennial kingdom then is going to usher in a time of spiritual spirituality, like like we've never uh, never seen before. Well, that'll be exciting. Here's, it'll be exciting. And here's uh, John Walvoord's uh, comments on this. And we'll, we're going to move a little bit further, but probably not a lot further because there's so much to cover. We'll, we'll cover some of this next week. Walvoord says, an important part of this is the fact that Christ will be visibly present and the world will be able to see his glory. And he cites Matthew 24, 30 there. Psalm 72, 19 also mentions that the whole earth will be filled with his glory. In addition to other aspects of the spiritual life, full knowledge of God and his ways are indicated as stated in Isaiah 11:9. They will neither harm nor destroy on all my holy mountain, for the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. In contrast to the Mosaic law, which was written on tablets of stone, God will put his truth in the heart of man, and all will know the facts about Jesus Christ. God will also forgive their sins and pour out his blessings upon them. The spiritual life in the millennium will be manifested in righteousness among the saints who will flourish." So there is this, it, it, it's the revival of all re revivals uh, during this millennium period. He continues, he says, in addition to the kingdom being righteous in relation to spiritual life, it will also be a time of peace when nations will no longer fight each other and interpersonal relationships will be peaceful. All the marriage counselors will be out of work. <laughs> Isaiah... That was not Walford. That was me there. Yeah. <laughs> Isaiah 2, 4 states, he will judge between the nations and will settle disputes for many peoples. He will beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation will not take up sword against nation, nor will they train for war anymore. And then I'll, uh, 
I'll close uh, with this, uh, again, quoting from Walberg. In keeping with righteousness and peace, there will be universal joy. If you look that up, Isaiah 12, 3 through 4. With joy, you will draw water from the wells of salvation. In that day, you will say, give thanks to the Lord, call on his name, make known among the nations what he has done, and proclaim that his name is exalted. Mm. So in Walward's opinion, uh, these references back in Psalms and, and, and Isaiah uh, refer to this millennial period where when there is this revival of all revivals, deep spirituality, and... Uh, so this and, deep and spirituality will be... Um, be uh, in, in the deep spirituality... It'll be like we're growing. Is that right? Growing yes. more and more. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, mean, and, and as, as, I'm sorry. Christ-like, we will be growing. Yeah, and I think more so those who are on Earth at the time. Uh, Oh, yeah. they will we we will have experienced Jesus in his habitat okay. yeah right for seven uh, years <clears throat> right hopefully okay yes. or if we <laughs> or die earlier than, depends. longer <laughs> yeah. than that yeah <clears throat> we're right. hoping he, we're thinking he's coming next week <laughs> yes yeah, he, yeah. He, he may or may not be yeah so yeah. <laughs> So we we have experienced that, but those people who are, who are on Earth, uh, especially the Gentile nations, at the time of the millennium, at the time of, of Jesus' second coming, when he defeats the armies, uh, and then when he sets up his millennial rule, um, they will grow okay. incredibly. Right, we will have had a taste of, of Jesus in his own habitat, right? Yeah. They haven't yet, but, but well, now, now they're, they're going say, to experience it. Let's say the end. Um, somebody dies now. That are, it's not greatly spiritual. I mean, they're, they're saved, they're believers, okay? Mm -hmm. And um, they die, they go to heaven, and somewhere in the future <laughs> the second Today. coming happens yeah have they grown spiritually while they were with the lord i i don't believe there will be a growth spiritually it will be kind okay. of an instantaneous okay you know, that's Paul what i says, meant yeah, absent from the body, present with okay, the Lord. Okay, all right. That's what I meant. I didn't mean growth. Yeah. I meant... Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And, and so, so... we have to say someone like my mother. Yes. My mother died. As far as I can tell by everything, she was a believer, but she had not grown a whole lot spiritually. So... There's people that are going to go on their deathbed and that are not going to yeah, have Yeah, so they would be all. instantaneously grow, uh, spiritual growth? Well, the, they, they will instantaneously experience Jesus in heaven. Remember that for believers, there is a 
a judgment of rewards and losses of rewards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, some remember we're, we're told will uh, be like uh, uh, ba barely escaping the fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but they will be saved. Uh, others yeah. like the Apostle Paul. I, I can't imagine what kind of rewards yeah. <laughs> that will be given to the Apostle Paul. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, in, incredible. Right. And, yeah. and, and it won't be an envy type of thing. You know, we won't yeah. envy. Yeah. Yeah. It'll just be, you know, for be. eternity. <laughs> yeah. 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 We'll, some people will have greater, whatever those rewards are, they will have greater but rewards. But I don't want to have others. to rule over anything. He'll get to eat first, you know. You have to eat first. <laughs> He'll always be at the head of the line. I okay, want to, so. be able to. I want to be able to read, and for Jesus to teach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Would that be okay? So right. I have another question. All right. So what is it that triggers the not the rapture, but the second coming? What is going on on? earth is that armageddon it it's the gathering of the armies it's so three in armies. the middle east right okay, it's armageddon and, right and remember armageddon isn't just one battle it, it it's a it's the whole thing it's a process yeah um and so there, there there's two things i guess that affect that one is the timing of the tribulation period uh, and I'm taking it as a literal seven years because that's what John was told. So there's the timing of it. And part of that timing is <clears throat> that the armies gather together. And at about the time that uh, that reaches its crescendo is when Jesus touches down on the Mount of Olives and he splits it apart and creates okay. this wide valley. Yeah. And we're all with him. We all come with him when he comes down to the second coming. Well, yeah, I think we're confusing that with the rapture. He comes um, along. He doesn't bring it. He doesn't bring us. He he brings his heavenly armies with him. Aren't what that looks like, I don't know. I am guessing. Well, I, I'm thinking these are angelic uh, armies. Uh, oh. Okay. Yeah. And <clears throat> and so I don't think they are human armies in terms oh. of us. I believe he defeats these armies, and uh, and then he populates. He takes that. 30-day period and then that 45-day period and then he populates the earth however he's going to populate it he's going to put uh governing people over certain things and you know it, it, we, we won't be sent on a mission we don't want you know and that's the wonderful thing <clears throat> it'll be a perfect fit so we'll be given you know what god has uh, destined us to uh, to do during that period and, so Anne gets to read. Uh, maybe Anne gets to read. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, Anne? <laughs> you want to read? <laughs> you can read about the strategies <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> uh, I don't don't know. Yeah. 
So, all right, we're going to, uh, <laughs> we're going to stop there. We're about, um, Sorry, that halfway okay. through our halfway through our study of the millennial period itself. And after we finish that, then we're going to look at what happens after the millennial period, what happens as Jesus uh, creates the new heavens, the new earth, <clears throat> the new Jerusalem. And we'll look at what eternity looks like from what we know in Revelation, and that will pretty much uh, take care of the next two chapters. This chapter 20 is the tough one. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's, we got to move through it slowly in order for it to, yeah, to sink yeah. in, and I'm, I'm saying that for myself, you know, as, as well as for all of you. I think it's just the nature of, of, uh, yeah. of the revelation that John has given us. Um, when you throw in all this extraneous stuff, that makes it really complicated. Well, so it's when if we're going down the straight line about us uh, when we're when we are looking at us being the belief the gentile believer it's it's when you throw in in this thousand year millennial rule that gets a little more complex when you throw in the Jews that become believers and the Gentiles right. that weren't believers and the, you know, that's, right. it's, that's where it gets a little more convoluted or complex. Yeah. And well, the I reason think, I, I was, the reason I was really confused because it doesn't sound, it wouldn't have sounded confusing if it's the first time I'd heard about this. I don't think, but you know, we talk about, I mean, this is just general conversation, okay? And it's, we're going to die. We're going to go to heaven. You know, I'll fly away. And uh, then there's going to 